Hello beautiful light beam, I'm so happy that you stumbled upon this wee podcast. Soul-led, spirit-driven is your guide, your companion on your spiritual journey. Together, let's explore past lives, life lessons, karmic cycles. Let's learn how to navigate through this earthly life. And together with my astral team, Echo, I hope to make each episode as potent and as informative as I possibly can so that you can slowly unpack all that is human till you get to that beautiful center that is your soul so you can see yourself in your true magnificence. Okay, let's begin. Hello beautiful light beam, welcome back. This week we will kick off a series that will span over a few weeks and it is all about money. I have this topic requested a few times and I know you guys are not coming to me for financial advice um, or how to do your bookkeeping because as you know that is not my forte. But I can hook you up with information on money as energy, how to call in more money, how to invite more money into your life, how to create abundance and how is it all tied in together? Does it make a difference? Is it all the same? How can we heal our stories? And I've spoken about it a few times on this podcast, but what I thought I'm going to do for this series is actually invite beautiful spiritual people that I've had in the past on a podcast, or some I have had, some have become good friends, some I look up to, and I just eat up every word that comes out of their mouths. So I have invited a few of these beautiful spiritual people onto the podcast, and week by week, you will hear what they have to say about money, and their story, their wisdom, uh, as it comes through, through their gifts, through their work, through perhaps the modality that they are working with. I hope that you will be able to um, shift something that isn't currently working when it comes to money. Perhaps an old story that is ready to be healed. Perhaps you will receive some inspiration how to create more abundance. And most of all, I hope that you will see in these next few episodes that money isn't just the money, the physical money or the number in your account. I hope that after you get through each and every episode, your view on money is going to change. This week, we are kicking it off with a guest I have not had here before, Steph Zitto. And Steph is an internationally known psychic medium certified hypnotherapist, manifesting facilitator, highly regarded manifesting expert and speaker. Stephanie has helped entrepreneurs across the globe to discover and realize their best lives with both 
purpose and passion. She has worked with personal clients as well as numerous corporations and she tends to lead team building, conflict resolution and big vision workshops. I am very, very excited for you to listen to Steph, to welcome her to our podcast. I wanted to know from like a manifesting perspective, a hypnotherapist perspective, what she can tell us about money. Now, Steph's intuitive gifts came to her through a spiritual awakening, as they do. And now she's very passionate to guide people out of the fear matrix and into the freedom and potential that is available to all of us so that everyone can live a soul-aligned life. And I can't wait for you to hear what she has to say about money, but also to meet this beautiful soul. So here is Steph Zito. So my beautiful listeners, Kasha here, and I have introduced you a little bit to my guest today. We are continuing, of course, with the money series and my guest, Steph Zito. Oh, gosh, I feel like I've only given you a tiny little intro, so I would love for you to um, introduce yourself to my listeners and, and fill in the gaps and tell us how you get here, what you do, and we'll just take it from there. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I feel like in essence, I'm a channel to source, and this chose me. It was not something I would have anticipated 10, 20 years ago, I'd be sitting here doing exactly this. And I just want to, I just want to express that I do feel like in this moment I have landed and I know there's other things and more to come. And right now I know I've landed. And the reason I can say that, and I feel like it's important to talk about is that if you don't feel like you've landed yet, it's okay. I spent many years not feeling like I had, and all those moments led me to where I am now. And, you know, we're going to talk intuition. We're going to talk all that. That really, for me, was like the breakthrough to really um, be, in essence, um, this channel to help others to come home to themselves, their alignment, and um, really release some of the social programming, um, even past like things that kind of bog us down or keep us back from that full expression, you know? So um, I'm really here to help us move out of those fears and those what ifs, like that kind of uh, the future thinking of what might happen. <laughs> <laughs> so we can really align with this timeline of what we say we want and go after it. And it's very exciting. So that's just a little, little nugget, little extra nugget about me. Oh, I love that. Now, Steph, we haven't been on my podcast together yet. And so my listeners might already know you from like the social media stuff, but just mm. in case they don't, um, what, because, you know, even though we're talking about money, but I still love to know, uh, I'm sure my listeners too, what was your awakening like? Like, when did it happen? How did it happen? Have you always been, you know, open channel, you know, where you're like born like this? Please share. Yeah, anything. I mean, I think we're all born like this or born this way, all of us. And uh, it really, um, we have this in general, the societal programming that I, again, I speak in general, isn't really promoting this. We're not going to school, like learning the intuitive arts necessarily. It'd be great if you are, if you are, kudos. I'm so glad you are. Uh, so that said, you know, I think I've 
always been intuitive. I've, you know, used to read my mom's mind and it would upset her. And, um, and, uh, but there's been these like key moments, right. Where, um, I, uh, had a yoga teacher training and I had the experience of Kundalini rising, um, where I, I felt my third eye awaken. And I felt like I dropped into reading the room, like sort of, um, just, uh, remote viewing what, was going on for everyone in that room at that time. Um, and I think that that's always kind of been there. You know, I've had an experience um, speaking telepathically with a friend that I was in the room with. Um, we'd smoked a little pot. <laughs> he just had his hands on my shoulders behind me and I could hear him talking to me, but he wasn't talking. And, he, and then he said out loud, I hear you. Cause I kept having the convert, like the the meta conversation about what was happening. And so he's like, I hear you, I can hear you. So we could just go back into oh, that. Cool. So these little things along the way, they were before I kind of like owned the expression of intuition through me. Um, and it was when I started uh, coaching in 2014 that um, I knew there was like just a way to get quicker to the heart of what was really going on for people. I didn't know to explain what I did. And so I was a speaker's coach at the time, but everyone who worked with me, we got, we got beneath the surface. We were always going beneath the surface. Sometimes we weren't even really doing speakers coaching. It was just the undercurrent stuff to help them break through, break free. So um, I got trained in doing intuitive energy scans, kind of bringing together like the knowing of the chakras with um, the intuition of reading and really just practice after practice, like, letting my ego go aside that I could be wrong or that it was, I was just making it up or it was in my head or letting it come through, letting it come through. And, um, long story short, just over, over time, it just has, um, you know, through practice, through running my membership, just things have opened, opened and blossomed more and more. It's just like the gates opened. And then like, it's like, like a hall of mirrors, but like a hall of doors. <laughs> <laughs> just keep kind of opening one and the next so that's what kind of that's in a nutshell how it's sort of gone down I suppose and and so you've touched already on what you do but there is also something fascinating I read uh that you um that you help your clients with when it comes to changing or transforming their life or even with money. Um, I'm just hoping I can see it. I had it here. I should have had um, a screenshot of it. Um, within three months, yeah, is that um, helping them to transform their life, change their life? Yeah, I, I mean, to speak out of school, but. For sure. I mean, I, I tend, you know, for however it's been just sort of, I mean, you know how some of these things you just know you're just kind of given the time frame you're just given so typically like i'll start off working with a client for a three-month time frame and sometimes they're enjoying it and they'll sign on for longer because we're just kind of at that next level so like what i've found is that typically you know through this process that we go through um i'm i'm finding that clients are uh like co-creating or receiving the things that they are wanting. So, you know, someone comes to me and they um, are unhappy in their job and, um, you know, maybe they want uh, to find a life partner, you know, one wanted to have a baby. I'm not guaranteeing we can like go create that, but, you know, um, within, yeah, within like a three month time frame, what I tend to see is um, sure enough, like that new job offer 
comes we're, we're, it's manif it's in the manifesting process we're getting aligned and clear right they're calling that in they're receiving that um they're you know getting that pay raise they're getting that upgrade um one of my clients yeah she you know she really wanted a baby so well she didn't have a partner so i can't say that she got pregnant in that three month time frame but you know that process began the job change happened um she met her partner and then um I mean, it went fairly quickly, you know, getting pregnant and uh, starting her family. You clearly um, changed something in her energy field, you know, by working with her. I feel like what I call myself is like a way shower, right? Because I do feel at this point, there's sort of this process that I think is pretty dialed in. But, you know, as we talk, as we transition into money too, you know, also um, uh, I'm certified as a hypnotherapist. And so, you know, on the one hand, there's our energetics. And on the other hand, there's our belief system that is really embedded and imprinted on our subconscious. And so, you know, what I find is if um, we keep sort of like coming up upon the same situations, right? Like um, we, you know, we, we have a job, but we feel undervalued or our coworkers aren't that great. Or, you know, we're getting into a relationship and um, we have to be, you know, the caretaker in the relationship each time, or um, we feel betrayed in the relationship each time, right? Like what are those, those patterns are showing us something. In fact, like we can kind of get excited when we start to see the pattern come up because we're like, oh, I see you now. Mm. I can do something with you. And I found hypnosis to be honestly like one of the most rapid, you know, ways to shift into the energetics of and belief system of what we do want. Um, so you know, recently I did uh, a couple's hypnosis. I'm going to be speaking at a retreat and um, this is for a former coach of mine, actually my very first coach for coaching. <laughs> and so um, I'm going to be doing a money magnet hypnosis at the retreat. So I did it for um, the couple hosting it. And uh, he said, and I like to meet with my hypnosis clients like a week or two after just to kind of see how it's going. And he said that within that time, um, he and his partner had been like, Kind of bickering especially around money because of their belief systems that weren't matching up um before us meeting and uh after meeting they were kind of more in sync and he was finding the clients just kind of flowing in and in fact he sold out the spots to um, stay at the retreat and he only has open a few spots left for you know kind of the day pass so he definitely saw the shift kind of like those uh those faucets open up after going through the hypnosis Oh, so amazing and thank you for sharing this because I guess I was trying to establish like for our reader, uh, readers listeners or if you're watching this on YouTube um mm. like why uh I actually really wanted to speak to you because you know yes I knew that you um do hypnosis um and and that that I know from my own experience how powerful that can be um but when it, Let's dive into the topic of money now. And and um, my first question, Steph, is your own money stories before doing what you're doing now and to what you're doing now, in case it's different, how was it? Okay, so I love this so much. <laughs> so I kind of want to start out with the idea like the money, when we talk about money, like the origins of it, like everything is a frequency, right? 
So when I talk about like my money story, what am I really talking about is a connection with a certain frequency, right? So um, what that connection is, is when I think about when I was younger, um, money sort of, I didn't really have to work hard for money. And simultaneously, I was sort of rewarded for doing quote unquote, like God's work. I was rewarded for doing things that were more volunteer. They didn't make a lot of money. It was sort of like that, uh, what's the word for it? Like that wound, like the, the, the healer's wound, I suppose. Right. Okay. Yes. It, yes. I can't find a word, but I do know what you mean. Yes. Yeah. It's in the sense of like, well, and I've, and I've, you know, talked to some, um, intuitive people who kind of feel this way. It's like, well, I'm, when I'm doing the good work, then I'm not supposed to be making a lot of money from that. It's like, they don't see those, those merging. It seems like well, that's, that's for the billionaires. That's for the people who are going to fly the big jets. It's like, you know, like that's, that's not for me. I, it's, it's sort of um, kind of feeling the ceiling, I suppose. Mm. Um, you know, so I feel like there was a simultaneous, like, I, you know, I'm a manifesting generator. It's very, it's pretty easy for me to manifest. And I've always been cared for, like everything I've ever needed has really been there for me. And there had been this feeling of like, well, I'm not really, I'm not supposed to make a lot, so to speak, you know? And so um, I feel like there's been like a pretty big transition, you know, also being, um, being a mother, having a husband, like I'm not solo, I have a partner. And so I think my MO can be, can be pretty easy to kind of kick back <laughs> and, um, and like, let other people, you know, let that happen. It's just easy. Everything's easy. I love that. But and at one point I remember, cause I remember I was like, how on earth am I? Um, it's a kind of a long story, but I, I had gotten, got, I gotten off course. I, um, I had quit my job. I was in a relationship before this one, that it was not a good relationship. And I was like, I was making money. I was like, how on earth am I making? I couldn't get hired where I lived. Like all of that was in my favor. Like no one would hire me where I lived. I had moved not, not where I'm in California now, but um, I did, I, I had money coming in. I had, I was making money from work I was doing, but it was always like kind of on my terms, my time frame. It wasn't this corporate kind of job. I guess I bring that up because um, while it was helpful at that time, I also got a coach because I also felt like I felt a bit trapped around money as well. Like I, I, I remember talking to a coach and she was trying to help me see abundance everywhere. She was trying to help me see like coins in the couch cushions. Like, you know, I wanted to maybe by that time buy a Prius and I couldn't see myself like being able to do that. And I'm like, this is silly. What my, my dad's supposed to buy a Prius. I mean, I'm an adult. It's not happening. We're not like that relationship isn't, <laughs> that's not what that's, that's not there. You know, it's not happening. It's like, I, I felt like there was a disconnect between me really um, being able to, to make that money. So, but what that, what that was, if you distill it down to the frequency, right? What's the frequency at the time money receiving was like love. Oh, if I'm receiving, if I'm getting cared for through money, that means I am loved. That means that someone cares enough for me that they're going to give me this money, right? I'm going to be cared for. So what's the frequency I was really receiving? Care, love. When we can separate that out, we can realize that, yes, like we can be cared for through money. We can care for ourselves through money and we can receive that love. We can receive that care in other ways too. For me, the biggest, um, I guess, pivot was recognizing the ways in which um, I 
wasn't loving on myself with self-love, right? Where I was looking for that outside of myself through a partner. Um, also, you know, dealing with like an abandonment wound. Um, so looking for that outside of myself, where am I being cared for? Where am I being loved? Am I going to be abandoned? Right. And I know I'm going, it's not really, it's not really off topic from money. I feel like it's exactly on topic because these are the things when we kind of separate it out then, and we can heal that part that we're merging with money, right. Whether it's from a parent or a past life or eons before the earth existed and our soul was cooking around (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> in other ways like it carried you know, some sort it, of memory through whether mm. it's a collective thing that we're holding on to there's co- things in the collective that there's things in the way that we we do this planetary existence in this timeline right that we can kind of like sink into without realizing it you know like some of the ways mm. in which money is structured or we you know believe um we're, we're sort of stuck in a certain part of that because we we grew up poor we grew up middle class we grew up this we grew up that right but the thing is is that it's all frequency right so if I remove that part of like well wait a second this has money has nothing to do with me being cared for me being loved like I can I can just have a relationship with money and the way that it comes through to me it doesn't there's so many ways like that frequency can be yeah and in that flow so Can it come through gifting? For sure. Can it come through trading? For sure. Can it come through my actual work in the world? Absolutely. Right. So um, I feel like there's there's a freedom when we kind of allow ourselves to break that apart a bit and um, heal those aspects that like I mentioned, for instance, then it just, it just brings us to like ground zero. It brings us to neutral, you know? And then we get to co-create just like we manifest that relationship that we do desire with money, that relationship that we do desire with our work in the world, for instance. Mm, I so understand what you mean, because it's sort of like, I guess, when um, we want, we okay, we have our own business and we're working really hard and we are like putting so many hours in and we're not really, you know, making the money that we want. So we, we can't buy, you know, we can't spend maybe on extra activities for the kids or whatever. And then we 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 think, okay, well, if I was just making ten thousand dollars a month, let's say, then I would be able to take my kids swimming or I would have more time to spend with them, you know, that would free up all this time. Um but what we don't, I guess, in that moment realize that with perhaps that money that 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 you want. Uh, what comes with it is maybe more responsibility. Maybe you have to do an amount of work where you need to outsource. And if you need to outsource, you know, you're responsible for these people. And then you're respons- you've got like a whole other set of other things that then become. And perhaps, you know, if you decide, no, I don't want to hire anyone uh, at that level because I don't want to be responsible, then you have to put that time in. So again, you're not seeing your family more. You're not having that freedom just because you've started making more more money, which I notice sometimes we attach these emotions, these feelings, these frequencies, I guess, uh, if we look at the scale, um, 
to money and we feel like if only I just had more money, that would solve all of this, you know, whether it's safety, security, freedom, love, whatever it is. Um, but let's say someone's listening to us here today and they are struggling a little bit with money. Like uh, maybe they're not at a point where like they're barely just making ends meet, but they're, they're struggling. They would like to ha live comfortably without having to worry. I constantly have to put money aside to have for the next month. And here we are sitting and talking about detaching frequencies and money is frequency and it's not the physical thing. And I feel like at that point, maybe it's going over their heads because they're like, well, that's a little bit woo-woo. I need something concrete. <laughs> How mm -hmm. do we reach these people and kind of get them up to a level where then they can absorb, you know, like look at money in a different way, see it as frequency, but we got to get them to that level where they feel like, okay, I, I can get behind this. I can't get behind the energy and frequency yet and, and separating them too, but I, I can get up to that level. What would you say to those people who are literally now wanting to make more, more money and um, for whatever reasons? Mm -hmm. So I think that we, we kind of um, can forget sometimes uh, that we live in this, we live in this field of pure potential, right? So, um, let's say that I, you know, I, I've got like three kids and I'm working at Target. Like we've got Target here. I, I love Target. Target is like one of they the have it places. Anymore. It's disappearing. What? It's what? slowly disappearing. I know. <laughs> it was never as good as you guys, but, um, it's what is happening? Hopefully you have something else in place. This is so good. It's so sad. But <laughs> I guess what I'm trying to say is, you know, here's the deal. This is like the, the reality is, is that um, we, okay, what we have choices. What choices are we making around this? Um, what choices do we feel are available to us, right? What choices feel comfortable? What choices push our boundaries a bit? What choices bring up triggers for us? Like I'm working at Target. I'm making in the U.S. like $17.50 an hour in California, and um, I can I can barely make ends meet. I can I mean it sounds nuts to even be able to make rent on that salary in California, but let's say somehow you're able to. The thing is, is that at some point, you know, you're gonna there's gonna be some choices that it may it may it may be more time towards that choice, and then. It's going to ease up. Like it's okay to go through these time frames where we kind of have to go for it. You know, maybe someone is going um, to night school for a nursing degree because they know that they're going to have um, a four-day, you know, ten-hour work week, and then they're going to have a three-day weekend where they have more time with their kids. Um, you know, like I think, like where do I feel stuck? Where do I feel trapped? Like, is that a trap? Is it? Or what choice can I make that's going to benefit me? You know, people make all sorts of choices, like buying stuff and selling it on eBay. You know, there's, and I'm not talking about like get rich quick stuff or some of these, like buy the $7 course, and then you'll figure out like how to make a million dollars. You know, what would, what would start to generate some ease? You, you work at Target and it would really generate some ease if you had $200 more every month. Like what could create that? Is there something that, um, like what's the most bang for your buck with that? You know, could you sell some stuff on eBay? Could you, mm. um, you know, we've got like so many marketplaces around here to sell stuff, for instance. Um, so I, I kind of, 
I guess what I try to look at, at that at that lens, um, if you run your own business like you and me, right? I mean, I would say if you're an entrepreneur, I would do a business audit. Like what income generating activities are you doing? You know, how how is what you're doing showing up working for you? Is what's your messaging like? Like now we're kind of getting into like a little more of the nitty gritty, but you know, that's, I mean, yes. If we talk about the nitty gritty, but we don't address the energy behind it, we're just going to keep doing the same thing in a different form, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like it's important to absolutely talk about the nitty gritty <laughs> and like the specifics. And I, I mean, I'm not going to talk to someone about energy without also like looking at their business. Like, where are you putting your, um, your time? Like, what are your income generating activities? What are you charging? Uh, how is that working for you? Right. So, you know, is there something in your messaging that could be, could be shifted? Um, cause those are, those are real. <laughs> are you working at a job where you could do something similar or work from home and make a little more money? Could you do, you know, an online, um, sales job, you know, instead of working at target, like where could we shift this? So you're making a bit more hourly if that's what it is. You know what I mean? Mm. And and I guess this would have, I have this friend, Steph, and I can say that because he never listens to my podcast, but he is a very black and white matter of fact. And I love him because he's my sounding board. I always say to him, you're not like someone that I would try to pitch to or sell to, or even like, I, you're not my audience. Um, But our conversations are great for me to go like, oh, there's also that type of person, you know, here. Mm-hmm. And he always goes because I always say to him I really don't believe that we have to work hard in order to generate more money because people in the mines work hard they used to you know like send children you know and and that's hard work and I don't know if they're making if they're wealthy and they're driving around in you know whatever what's the car Tesla or something you know um so I don't I don't believe that I do believe that like grandparents and so generations because they're the souls of they're the volunteers that came down here to rebuild restructure so they were more about the doing the hard work you know and and a little bit more disconnected from um, I guess um, the source you know that 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 um, energy that would awaken them so with all respect to them because they paved the way for us to then do our work but I don't believe it. And he always goes, if I had this conversation with him and I'm like, well, sometimes we do go through periods where we have to do maybe something for a little bit that we don't enjoy or that feels really hard. Um, but we hold on to that vision of where we're going, right? We're holding on to like, I'm not mm-hmm. doing this permanently. And he always goes to me, well, where's the magic in that? I thought you're all about like wa- waving your wand and kind of like, you know, poof, turning a bad situation into a positive and someone, you know, he, he's the kind of person that will always ask me for that slow numbers, right? Um, not understanding yeah, how this works. Like, but he goes like, if I came to you saying I want to make more money and I hate my job and you tell me, well, you have to stick it out because, you know, uh, and, and believe and visualize and, and see that there's more there, how is that going to help me, right? Like we actually had this conversation. What well, I've, I've had those, I've had those exact people come to me and work with me and switch into their dream jobs. <laughs> so, so, okay. um, I mean, it, it, you know, I, okay. So clearly we're starting off with, if, 
if I feel stuck and I stay in that stuck energy, then tell me what's going to change. I don't know. I don't know what's going to change for you. Um, what I do know is that when just like exactly like you said, when I get into alignment with my bigger picture and I start off really basic with like, what's like the umbrella of what you really want to feel? You know, I just want to wake up and feel joy, right? Then I am a commitment to my joy. So what's like one little thing that's going to get you into that vibration every day? It's maybe it's going for a walk and for someone else it's meditating for someone else it's dancing. So they're getting their body, they're getting their energy into that frequency. They're still at that moment, stuck in that same job they hate, right? At that moment, and they are changing their vibration. They are changing their frequency into that timeline where they're in a job that they prefer. That's maybe more aligned with them. They're making better money. Their coworkers are more aligned. And then we get really specific, like what in this world of manifesting, right? I think we forget how powerful we are. And I think we've been sort of groomed to forget how powerful we are because it, it I mean, it's, it's harder to be a quote unquote slave to the system when you're aware of your own personal power. So when you get really clear and you're like, this is what I'm calling in, this is where I'm headed, this is what I see, it's like, we need to kind of picture that that already exists. Just like a little kid that's learning to ride their bike. Like that parent is like, oh yeah, in general, like you've got this. The kid is like, I don't know when I'm ever going to get this. This doesn't make sense to me. It just isn't synced in yet. So we almost have to put ourselves in that place of like, well, but of course, how not, how, how would I not get there? Right. And so what we start to do is it's like echolocation with a bat. Yeah. We're like, like, boomeranging back to us like through the quantum field which is a thing we live in it <laughs> it's like magnetizing to us the synchronicities the people the situations the inspiration that's going to help us co-create that which we desire so i don't know if that'd be too heady for your friend well let's put it this way I said I don't want clients like him because I don't have the time or energy to try to convince someone right but I love yeah. my private conversations with him and I love what you said because I, I feel like that would lend more maybe for them um because the thing is I I mean I have proof in my life in my 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 world that um money to me is no longer the physical money that I have and obviously what's happening in a world it looks like it's kind of disappearing anyway but it's not and the best example is you know like we we look into a mirror um, mirror we open a wallet we look in there and then maybe there's just twenty dollars maybe there's a couple of hundreds and you kind of judge oh I've got a lot of money or I don't have a lot of money right in that moment but the thing is, that's really just paper. If it was about the money in your wallet, if that was the thing, the the criteria that determines whether you are happy, abundant, fulfilled, uh, loved, feeling joy, feeling free, feel, feeling safe, we could just go to a $2 shop and just buy a lot of play money and put it in our wallet, right? Because essentially the physical representation is really nothing. I mean, just look at currency, you know, like, US dollar versus Australia. I could take um, $10 from here, take it to to you, 
and you would have no use for this paper money that ten dollars here i mean okay i can buy something but i can't buy anything in your you know in in california with it and so i go like but we had so attached to the number in our account the the mm -hmm. the, the how much how many notes we have in our wallet mm -hmm. that we forget actually um it's about generating energy that will be in harmony with uh, not even the the amount that we want, but actually what you said, Steph, what do I want? Freedom, love, do I want to feel joyous, right? And, mm -hmm. and, and, and tapping into that. And, and I loved what you said that, well, what can today bring you that that feel let's say joy right like what can mm -hmm. it do mm -hmm. and for me this resonated because like even in uh my session like when when we go into the akashic records there's always a deepening practice or generally there's a deepening practice that they give and sometimes they don't make sense to the person because i'm like what do you mean i have to you know uh go for walks you know um how does how is that going to generate more money for me but mm -hmm. it's going to start changing your energy to the joyous energy and joy is what you really want right mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, and i think what do you think yeah, on this note, and that's that's the thing too. It's you know, as you bring this up, um, you know, you might look at like a billionaire, and they might be miserable, and they might be you know, uh, drinking their sorrows, and uh, and and not talking to their kids, and their their life. You think, oh, they they must have this great life because they're a billionaire, and yeah, maybe they have a private jet and a gajillion classic cars, but they're they're unhappy, right? And so, what would they what would they what would they probably really want is that they never got like money, this is where we kind of, again, separate it out, right? Like the frequency of money is, is kind of neutral. It's not really attached to if you're um, a quote unquote good person or um, a smart person. It has really nothing to do with that. You know, I mean, it, it just exists and we attach the meaning to it. Right. Or like um, it's retail therapy. <laughs> You feel sad. You go buy yourself a bunch of stuff. You feel better that day, <laughs> right? Yes. And I'm not saying like money doesn't solve some problems. It's just that at the same time, like what do, yeah, what do I already have right now? Can I go connect with my kids right now? Absolutely. You know, does it mean that I have to go take them to like a super expensive restaurant? And it's not necessarily, I mean, I, maybe, but like I could go connect with them anytime right? Like that's like a choice that I get to make. I'm so grateful I get to make. Um, what am I, what am I thinking money is going to give me? You know, is it attached to well, when I have that Tesla, then I'll feel that I've made it. You get there, you get the Tesla. You're like, well, I don't feel any better. Why? Because what really wanted to be resolved was being seen, someone being proud of you, being proud of yourself, oh you know, so <laughs> Mic drop for Steph. This is it. She's landing the plane for us. <laughs> so sorry. But the thing is, we can like, if we cut to the chase and just deal with that stuff, then it doesn't mean like, don't go for it. It's just everybody wants these $10,000 months, right? It's like, it seems like it's like, you know, or we were more, especially it seems like in this world of entrepreneurs, like, oh, $10,000 a month, help you make. But at the end of the day, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what does that does that does that mean something like what does that mean does it does it get you farther along like does anybody really notice like what is it we were really going after is it just this feeling like of 
I could do it or I've made it as a business. Like, what have you declared you've made it as a business? Like you're, you're, you are, you are the business you're doing it. Right. And your resonance is uh, showing up so you can help people in that way that you do, you know, it, it all comes back to um, like when I help my clients to kind of future cast and look at like what they really want. It's like, you know, if they say they really want, um, I don't know, like I, to, to have their own yacht. Like I'd like to really break that when it comes to like material things, like, well, what does that really mean for you? You know, what is that actually like doing for you? And the other thing about this is this feeling of like having to kind of be on this hamster wheel of like constantly um, creating money on the daily. Like that's very much tied to, um, I mean, I hate to say it, but it's really like, it's just, it's just the system. It's like, who said we had to do 40 hour work weeks? Like yeah. who, who said we had to just take two days? I mean, my my, you know, my second year, I think um I was shocked when my uh accountant said worked out I worked nearly 90 hours and he put everything into perspective for me because he counted like even you know being at the park but doing a post, you know. He was like, Well, you're not really having free time because you're doing the post so we're going to put that you know and so he worked on it just for us just to give me that perspective I feel like my mm. husband put him up to it but, but, like, um, but I was like what that's not possible because I'm the kind of girl like I go like you know if it was someone else's business and I was working for them even 40 hours feels like torture for me you know like because I'm, yep. I'm kind of like when I was young I was like I worked in a super, I'm like, why do I have to be nice to these customers? I don't care about them. So I thought it was just me, but it's actually, I just don't like working for someone. But then oh. yeah, I'm like, when did I put that many hours in? And it's shocking because it accumulates. I'm yes. sorry, but I cut you off because you were saying, no, yeah. No, for no, sure. Okay. Yeah. So I can't, I guess I bring that up too, because, you know, um, like I'll work with someone who like they're more contract, right? So they work a boatload of hours and then they've got a break, they got a breather. And so they're going and they're traveling and they're enjoying, but there's like this, this pit sort of, of like, they know another contract's coming, but like, there's also that feeling of when. And so once again, it's helping to kind of like get underneath the surface of, of, of what that, that money security, is it security? Is there a security wound we want to deal with? Right. Because you have this, uh, or, or you're um, in the mortgage lending business. And right now it's a little leaner because of everything going on. It's like, well, if, if we know we have these waves, right? Um, or you work in um, a ski town and you you, you already know, like you're, you're used to these these crests. It it allows us to kind of get out of this, this mindset that um, we have to be kind of on this hamster wheel, so to speak, you know, um, mm -hmm. that, that or that the way we make money like has to look a certain way. I think what a lot of people are kind of missing out on as well is the idea of investments, like letting like look, even if it's like a hundred dollars a month or less, like any any amount that can make money for you, right? Even if you know maybe you can buy some property or it's a high yield uh, savings account or it's anything that can kind of do the work for you. That's I mean that that's kind of getting more into money mindset, I suppose. But I, I think, you know, when we look at like, well, I can't have that, right? I would kind of just want to question why, like, where did you learn that? Or who told you that? Or where to believe did that come from? Like, why is this other person, why is it available to this other person and not available 
to you. Um, and typically what that boils down to, like, yes, we could say, oh, well, you know, that person started out with a trust fund or that person had an advantage. You can find just as many people who didn't start with that, who also have that thing that you say you want. So, you know, we always can see in front of us the evidence for what's available to us because that's how the universe works. Like the universe is literally showing us what we believe to be available to us. So when we allow ourselves to break through those limiting beliefs, then we, we get to align with the things that we say we want. And a lot of times I think what it boils down to is, is worth and shame as well, right? Am I worthy of receiving that? Do I feel ashamed if I have that? And those things can kind of be the, the pieces that like keep us from, from taking the action that would help us get there or sabotaging along the way that we are getting there. Wow, good points, good points, Dad. Um, well, we're now at the part of, of our chat where I want to ask you, is there anything that I didn't ask that you wish I did ask? It's your free free you know moment in the spotlight and you can share anything that you feel is going to be relevant um for us to know but I didn't ask because I didn't know yeah ask. well you've asked amazing questions <laughs> I mean I would just add because we kind of touched on it but you know, I feel like as we talk about this I feel like there there are solutions or I mean there's the beautiful work that you do um you know I, I love being in the Akash and I, I feel like there's a freedom in knowing once we know the thing that we want to resolve, like we know, yeah, I carry the shame or I carry this, or I want to manifest this, or I want more ease towards this. You know, hypnosis is an incredible tool. So I do kind of just want to mention that, um, you know, that's kind of helping the subconscious, which the runs our programming really to kind of reprogram, we're kind of reprogramming the subconscious to um, like co-create what we really want. It's like drawing us into alignment with what we say we really want. It's going to help us make the decisions or be in that belief system. So I would just kind of. Well, I actually, can I, can I actually ask a question on that? Um, with hypnosis, so you say reprogramming, um, belief system. Um, can you, and you, and I know you've touched on this, but can you like sort of give us a picture of like, like connect the dots for us, how believing Mm, that I am worthy of more money or having money or not worthy or that I am poor or not poor, you know, from how I grew up, how changing that belief system can all of a sudden magically make money appear. And I've, I'm very stereotyping here, but can yeah, you? Yeah, well, I don't up? think anyone's saying that, you know, I'm going to, like, my is this going to, like, like, like no, because I'm curious. Because I know believing is everything, and I know from the Akashic records resolving things. But how how is yeah. that? Like, I what is going to happen for us? I think think of it as kind of like the ripple effect or the butterfly butterfly effect. So, um, let's say that I um carry uh, you know my let's say my parents always said, well, we're just poor people. We're poor people, and um uh let's oh let's this, this is if we go do something fancy and this is this is what the rich people do right there's like a very black and white type thinking so there's almost like if i excel, excel beyond my parents i'm going to be i'm going to shame them or i'm going to be ashamed of doing better than them that can you know happen a lot so 
when we are able to um, release that gently and lovingly or transmute that energy back into love, right? And separate out that like what I do isn't about how much I love my parents or how much I adore them or honor them, right? Like that, you know, I, I get to do this. I get to, um, let's say I am an entrepreneur. I'm a spiritual entrepreneur and I would like to make those $10,000 a month, but I, I'm just not, right? So what happens is subconsciously, that's what's helping us not only make our choices, but how we're showing up in sales calls, how we're showing up online. Like everything, again, is it's all energy, just like a dog reacts to a human being and is like barking and growling at them or like coming up to them for pets. Like we read each other's energy all the time. Like 90-ish odd percent of what we're doing here is, you know, it's our energy, it's our body language. So if we are in that place of like, I believe in myself, I'm worthy of this, we're going to not only show up differently, we're going to make requests differently. We're going to, we're going to see things differently, right? What's going to show up in my visual field is going to be aligned with, um, with, with me feeling like, yeah, I am aligned with worth or my worth has nothing to do with the money I make. This gets to be fun. It's gets to be free. Maybe I've been holding back on raising my prices and it's like no big deal to raise them because I feel aligned with that. I feel the value of that. I don't feel shame in that, you know? Um, and so we get that ripple effect. And then I, I just, I just feel like this is a thing. It's like, it gets to be so natural. Like, I mean, I had another, I had just real quick, I had another oh, client sure. who um, first session was uh, resolving uh, some PTSD around an abusive relationship, right? Um, immediately was already seeing the results, wasn't reacting to certain triggers that she had been. Comes for another session for her business. She was procrastinating. She wasn't showing up, right? She wasn't doing anything towards this business that she really wants to. This is the disconnect. She really wants this business to succeed. She wants this to be her full-time thing, but she's not doing anything towards it. So hypnosis bridges it because we're releasing the belief system around why she quote, quote unquote, couldn't be successful. And we're helping her with her words, with what she wants, imprint her taking action. It gets in the hypnosis that I do, it gets pretty specific. So taking the actions that she wants to take and it doesn't have to, you know, within like an hour, she had like an hour, she sat down at her computer, boom, she saw exactly where she could go to um, sell her quilts, you know, and, and suddenly people are asking her, they're calling her up. I mean, I know it sounds like magic, <laughs> but they're Not calling her up and <laughs> I know. They're calling her up and they're like, Hey, I'd love for you to make a quilt for my daughter's birthday. I've got this friend who's um, got cancer. Can you make a quilt for her? Like she's, she's just getting calls. She's, you know, she's got, she's got places she can go. She's, she's, she's in action. It's easier for her to choose to be in action because if you picture that as a frequency, me in successful quilting business, and then she's got this static, right? Like, oh, I can't, or I'm not supposed to, it's disrupting that frequency. So in hypnosis, we're releasing that static so she can be on that very clear frequency. It's just stuff is going to line up. Thanks, Steph. That was so lovely of you to um, take us so 
in depth into this because I mean I know and I can explain it from like the perspective of releasing um, stuff in the Akashic Records but I always love to hear how someone else with different modalities can explain this because yeah I know that to some people it might sound like what is it magic is it a magical pill but it's really not it's just um being in alignment with the frequency of being in alignment with the timeline right like so thank you for explaining that now if um there's some are listening there and going oh I like this step I like what she's saying how uh what can you do for us where can we find you yeah so um you know I'm happy to offer uh just a free um, session for for your listeners to just be able to receive an intuitive energy scan and to see where their blocks are within their chakra system um, and including kind of their highest purpose, their highest calling. Um, so I'm happy to offer that. Uh, just you'll, I'm sure Thank I'll have my you. calendar link. Um, I, I like to hang out on an app that's uh, a meditation app called Insight Timer. Yes. Um, yeah, and I do live sessions on there. I do a lot of like live workshops um, in addition to having my meditations on there. And um, if anyone would like to experience, I have um, a group uh, money magnet hypnosis. So I can offer that as like a free gift to your listeners as well. You are and, so generous. Thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so we can pop that link in too. Yeah, we'll put all the links into the show notes or wherever you're watching or listening to this, it'll be there. Um, Steph, thank you so much. This was so inspirational and I feel like we got into really meaty stuff. Um, that is just, well, it filled my cup. <laughs> so filled yeah beautiful it beautiful so chatting cool. with you I love your questions and you know kind of breaking this down for our listeners you did, you did amazingly <laughs> uh breaking it down for us and I feel like if my friend was listening I hope he doesn't ever <laughs> I love him but <laughs> I love you I love you but if he does I feel like this would definitely land with him what you shared um because I'm too woo-woo for him as in like too much of the <laughs> stuff um because I find all this I, I shared this with you before we went live I find all this sort of um you know like uh accounting system strategies very very mm -hmm. boring one would think I'm a played yeah. in started I'm not but you have made it so amazing because oh this little little ginger um, I could hear him he's like I went out he was in my little my little meditation cushion for a long time and he was he's like very I'm patient <laughs> while you were chatting yeah. to us um yeah so thank you so much on that note I will let you go so you can get on with your day and to everyone else um I will be back next week thank you for being here and have a fantastic week